Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Robin Washit. Blissful ignorance, I think. It could be an advantage here. Robin Washit. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a ball guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be absolutely huge. The hot cake. Ah, wash it. Wash it's good. Ah, wash it. Yeah, wash it's real good. Ah, wash it. Wash it's good. Ah, wash it. Yeah, wash it's real good. Robin Washit of uh, Husker Online joining us on the 42 Degrees of Source hotline. Robin, good afternoon. How's it going, fellas? Good. Are you excited that uh, Dan Quinn's not leaving the division? Going to the yeah. commanders? Yeah. You know, he the last head coaching uh, performance he had was one for the record book, so I think it will go great <laughs> for the old commanders and hopefully he continues to wear a backwards hat as a 53 year old head coach yeah I think it's funny that like in an era where everyone is moving in the direction of offense and they're going to have a number two pick at you know when the presumably they'll draft a quarterback that they're going defensive first it makes me wonder Robin what happened with Ben Johnson yeah I think he's probably holding out and waiting for you know maybe other jobs to open up and um, I know that there was, I saw some like tweets about what happened with that. Like, certainly he was the number one candidate for some of those jobs, but I think like the ideal job that he wanted didn't like didn't work out, and so like I think he's going to just wait a cycle and see what pops up because there could be some interesting uh, opportunities that pop open, including uh, potentially your boys down in Dallas. Oh, I wouldn't want him to be the head coach, so I hope not. Well, oh, that's, so, that's Deion Sanders. We all know that. That's <laughs> Good point. Well, uh, we talked about this game earlier, but it's a big one tonight. Uh, given who the next three opponents are, the next two on the road, and this being the only one at home, how do you view this game tonight, Robin? Does it feel like make-or-break territory tonight? Um, I don't know if I would go that far just because once you get past these next three the schedule lightens up pretty significantly so the opportunity to regain some momentum and stockpile some wins um i think as of now there's at least one more quad one opportunity at ohio state uh left on the schedule so i don't think it's like a season defining game if you lose it but certainly if you win it uh you're in a much better spot coming out of these next four, even if you do lose the next two uh, on the road. Uh, you know, I think this four-game stretch, starting with the Maryland game on through uh, Wisconsin, Illinois, Northwestern, like you were hoping, that if you're Nebraska, that, you know, you at least get one of them, hopefully two, and then kind of keep your head above water going into uh, the way things kind of ease up for you uh, with the, the back end of the schedule. So, you know, if you can get one win, and that one win is, 
against the number six team in the country, and that gives you two top ten wins on the season, um, I think you'll take that, even if it comes at the expense of losing the other three on the road. So, um, you know, it's, it's a big opportunity for Nebraska to be able to salvage, um, you know, a situation where they've, they've already missed so many opportunities on the road that if you can continue to stockpile these big wins at home, at least that kind of keeps you um, in position to stay in the tournament conversation um, during the final stretch of the season. Robin, one of the things John brought up earlier was on top of the idea, I guess, if this is a fork in the road and, and things could go sideways with the losses, the aura of the arena. And, you know, so much of the prognostication for the next month involves them continuing to have success at home if you get another win tonight. Does that take a large hit if they lose even with how good Wisconsin is? Mm, potentially. Um, but, you know, I think most people understand that Wisconsin's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're competing for a Big Ten championship for a reason. They're the top six team in the country for a reason. And so, like, again, like, this is – like, if Wisconsin wins – comfortably it wouldn't surprise me if nebraska beats wisconsin it wouldn't surprise me either just considering how how different of a team they are in their home arena so it's um you know again i'm sure some people will view it in the you know football mentality where one game defines an entire season but really that's not the case uh, in a lot of ways the fact that you know there's still plenty of opportunities left including um a much more manageable final stretch to be able to get to that you know, 2021 win mark going into the conference tournament, you know, then I, you know, I think that to completely throw the season out the window just because you lost all four of a difficult four game stretch, you know, I I don't know. I'm sure some fans will, but I would advise against it because, you know, there's going to be a lot of opportunities still on the table, even if they don't get any of these, these uh, four uh, that are kind of that, that last real grind of the schedule. I know there's not a ton of good to take away from the first matchup between these two teams, but is there something you saw in the game in Madison that could be a good carryover into tonight? Well, they played really well offensively. I mean, they shot 50% from the field, hit 12 or 13 three-pointers. And so, I mean, like, they did what they needed to on that end of the floor. And, you know, that that bodes well against one of the most efficient offensive teams in the country is that you know, you got to be able to keep up with them. And so um, from that standpoint, you know, I think they'll be okay. The issue was on the other end of the floor where Nebraska provided zero resistance uh, to anything Wisconsin wanted to do uh, with the basketball. You know, they hit 13 three pointers. They scored almost 30 points in the paint and you know, shot 50% from the field and really did whatever they wanted throughout uh, the entire game. And for Nebraska to have any chance tonight, they have to make life more difficult for Wisconsin's offense. They, they can't just you know, make them get so comfortable to where you know the, every shot is wide open and then they're, they're shooting everything with confidence because that's what happened up in Madison where um, you know, guys that had been struggling uh, all of a sudden got some open looks and they hit them. And then they got the momentum rolling and Nebraska just, couldn't do anything defensively to slow that down. So uh, I think that the recipe is there for Nebraska to uh, more than keep up offensively. But the issue is, you know, like always, can they play with the defensive effort that has made them so good at home and, you know, also uh, has made them so poor on the road because they, they don't travel with it. You think we see Gary tonight? Um, 
I honestly don't know. But like the huh. fact that he was fully practicing, you know, running, you know, full team up and down the floor, that's certainly encouraging. Um, you know, I mean that that means that he's going to have a chance. And you know, I, I also thought it was positive when um, you know, I asked Fred about just the mental aspect of it. He he didn't seem to think that that was much of a hurdle either. So really, if it's just a physical part, then you know, I think that they feel pretty good about his chances. Now, with the calf strains, they're uh, a tricky thing to where you can feel good, but then all of a sudden, you know, you, you step wrong, and you're in Kevin Durant territory where you have a calf strain that turns into a torn Achilles. So that's, that's the worry that you have that, you know, even though he's feeling good now and has made a lot of progress over the last couple of weeks, um, you know, there's, there's a risk involved with bringing him back too soon. So obviously it's a huge game, uh, a defining point um, in the season one way or the other, but, you know, you also got to think that there's, there's more basketball to be played beyond this. And, um, you know, they, they got to make sure that, that he's ready to go because you don't want a 60 or 70% Juwan Gary out there. And then also throw in the risk of uh, further making that injury even worse. Speaking of 60 or 70%, what did you think of Fred's I don't care how their legs feel strategy this week. We're going to work hard and I'm throwing the analytics in the trash. I'm the anti Dan Campbell. <laughs> well, for a guy that uh is so into analytics, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was notable. I mean, he he's a guy that is way into that stuff. You know, he 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 looks at the percentages and analytics and all that stuff and they rely on their sports science department uh, a lot, you know, with the 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 heart rate monitors and all that sort of thing in practice and so they're they're very cognizant of that sort of stuff and so to you know kind of use that as a motivator this week to say you know what i don't care about your load management you need to work hard and 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 earn the right to play this game you know i think that that's you know i'm sure it can work um you know sometimes you need to just get back to the old school methods of you know busting guys up in practice and hoping that the way that you practice translates into the game. And for a team that has really struggled with physicality and uh, mental toughness, you know, I guess that's, that's one way to try to solve those issues. So we'll see how it works. If you got a bunch of guys dragging at the under eight uh, timeout in the second half and it looks like their legs are dead, well, <laughs> it clearly didn't work. But if they come out and are, you know, fighting for 40 minutes and, uh, you know, play the brand of basketball they're capable of, then, then maybe uh, that idea was what they should have been doing a long time ago. Robin, am I, am I wrong in thinking that this could end up being, you know, and of course a large part is going to depend on how the game plays out, but one of the best atmospheres that we've seen at this arena when you consider, um, you know, the, the success that they have had at home this year, the importance of tonight, we'll see, I guess, about uh, Gary. Like, uh, I've and, and like you think back to the Purdue game, like, there was a lot of empty seats because that was one of those what snowy cold nights. I feel like this could be one of the better ones depending on how it goes. Well, yeah, and they got students back in session yes. too against a top six opponent, you know. And so, like, there's there's a lot of storylines and a lot of incentive for for this to be a big time environment. And then the fact that it's a record high temperature today, beautiful weather, people can come out. There's it's an early er, you know, it's not an eight o'clock tip, it's a seven thirty tip. So you know that that's might help, but uh, you know, I think that this this should be a game that people get up for, just because it's it's a really big one. And you know, again earlier I said it wasn't a, a you know a make or break game, but it's 
significant. It's just because of the opportunity that it presents. And if Nebraska can, can find a way to get this one, all of a sudden that resume looks even better despite their struggles on the road. So um, you can erase some of the uh, struggles that you've had uh, by, by getting this one. And they're a different team at home, and that crowd is a big reason because of it. So um, I, I would anticipate a big crowd. I think the, the fans are going to be jacked up for, for many reasons. And uh, you know, Nebraska generally thrives when, when the crowd's dialed in. Does it surprise you that line is sitting where, where did you say it was? It's at two now? Uh, it was at one. It was at a I saw. A, one what? and a half, I think, was the one last number I saw. Yeah. Which basically implies that, you know, PBA is worth eight points because Ken Palm on a neutral floor would have it about a 10 point. One game. and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's. I, I can see why they, they landed on that number just because of Nebraska's home record outside of the Creighton game. They've been uh, as good as anybody in the Big Ten on their home floor. And you know they've they've beaten the best of the best already uh, in that arena. So you know they they've shown that you know offensively they can keep up with Wisconsin, and they play different defense um, when they're at PBA. So you combine those two things, you know I, I think that that's probably right about where the number should be, just because that home court advantage is such a big deal for this particular team. Robin Wash at HuskerOnline.com. He will be there. In person, uh, do me a favor. Uh, keep a camera trained on Jack Mitchell because oh boy, he's going to be there tonight. And at least we have a scapegoat if they lose Jack. Because when I mean, he goes, they, they, they lose. Tend, they tend not to play well can, when he's in the house. Is there a musical we can send him to tonight, Robin? At the last minute, yeah. Isn't isn't uh, Jesus Christ Superstar playing at the lead, or was Brunt just uh, making that up? I, I don't, don't know, know, but I. I, I just send him to the lead anyway. <laughs> just yeah, go there. Going well at half. Yeah, we're, we're, we're kicking him out and getting him a ticket. Just to send go him to the lead. In the orchestra section. Yeah, not send a him to the Lincoln it is Community there. Playhouse. Th- Robin, at the same time, 7.30 tonight. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Get him in there. All right, let's buy some tickets. Wait, wait, did, did, he, did he miss the Purdue game? Yes, he was at Les Mis. Well, he, was at, he was at Les Mis. I mean, what, what's he doing right now? Yeah. That's, that's what I want to know. I think he's a bad fan. Well, you know, he's he's been freshly cleaned out. Freshly cleaned, if you out. will, he okay. has. He's <laughs> been freshly cleaned out. Yep. So maybe he's maybe he thought he purged all the a little evil lighter. out of his system. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Well, that's a great image. Thanks for that. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. We got you. <laughs> Robin, have a good time tonight. Thanks. All right. See you guys. Robin Wash at HuskerOnline.com. Bye, Robin. Oh, he's already gone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised, man. You, sports fans are finicky creatures. Yep. I know someone who was watching one of the games on Sunday and at one point turned off the game because his team was down and followed it on his phone the rest of the game. That's wild. And they won. That's wild. Yeah, but he didn't want to jinx them. That is wild. Mm-hmm. Did he feel like an idiot or vindicated? I mean, his team's in the Super Bowl, so I bet he feels a little vindicated. Mm. He probably does. Yeah. Uh, Jim Harbaugh's press conference is done. Oh, man, we Oops. didn't get to watch any of it. He wore well, a some gold tie. Hey, hey, look. What fine. is Nick? Why are you anti his tie? I have realized something very recently about yourself. I have an irrational hate for Jim Harbaugh right now. Oh, okay, because he could have stopped it. Irrational. He, he scares, scares me. For what reason? He's gonna make Justin Herbert a little better than mid. Little better. He's gonna be a lot better. Justin Aren't Herbert's gonna just be a scared top because he's a beady-eyed, four-eyed, khaki-wearing. I have four eyes. John, to be John, fair, he doesn't wear the khakis anymore. Now he wears. 
not khakis. How do you know he's not going to resume wearing khakis when he Great played? Great question. I just want or him just... to bring his marker back. Remember the marker with the 49ers? He had a pen that like hung and dangled. He was like Joan from he had Mad a Men. Dangle pen? Oh yeah. Go Nick yes. search Jim Harbaugh 49ers. Yeah, he had the dangle this, pen. He had this pen and then he would he is his play sheet would be attached to something and yeah. flip and flop around on his pants. Yeah. Do you think part of the motivation for him to go to the Chargers was because they basically have the same colors as Michigan, so we didn't have to mess with his wardrobe too much? Didn't think about that. Uh, no. It's kind of the same colors. I mean, it's, it's a lighter blue. It's a lighter blue. A brighter yellow. Definitely an iconic logo. Oh, the Chargers? No, the one with the, the L.A. with the lightning bolt oh, sticking out of the bottom. It just looks really Why dumb. wouldn't they put a lightning bolt between the L and the A? It Actually, would think work. They, they actually might have done that at one point in time, too. I, I don't know. Have you looked up the 49ers yeah, version look of at, Harbaugh? look at the pen. Yeah, yeah, bring had, back the pen. Take the pen. He had a lot of, the had a lot of dangling pens and pen. dangling participles. And mm. We love the dangles. Dingle dangle. The khakis. Hmm. All right. All right, coming. Well, speaking of the NFL, we had another. We had a head coach in college football just say goodbye. Pretty wild. Pretty wild to be a coordinator. Pretty wild. And someone's pining for Super Saturday. Hmm. One person, just one person, right? Well, he's kind of a powerful voice. Sixteen twenty, the zone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.